0: Welcome, welcome, to the new Moonshine 2021 podcast. I am your host, the magically delicious Tegan Luad, and I'm so glad you found me here. Um, some of you may remember me from the original Moonshine podcast back in the day. Um, I took a break for a pretty good while, but I'm back, and I'm so glad to be behind the microphone again. Well, a lot has happened since the last podcast, and I'm finally at a point in my life right now where I can devote the time and energy that it takes to producing a show, and I'm so excited. Um, I've missed talking to you guys, and I hope that I can make some new friends and reconnect with some old ones along the way. Um, This first episode is going to be a relatively short and quick one just to introduce myself to you guys and talk a little bit about the show itself and what kind of things you can look forward to. So, what can I tell you about myself? Well, as I mentioned at the top of the show, my name is Tegan Luad, I am broadcasting to you from beautiful Jacksonville, Florida. I was born and raised here in the South. Um, Some people say they can hear it in my voice, but I don't know. I don't hear any kind of accent, but what can you do? Um, Anyways, I live pretty deep in the woods, or in the sticks, as we say in the South, with my big black lab named Cara We call her Carrie for short, and all the little and not so little creatures of the woods. Um, I've been walking the pagan path for most of my life and officially dedicated myself to the craft more than 30 years ago. I'm a solitary witch, I don't follow any particular denomination, I'm not a Wiccan. I do have an affinity for the Welsh gods and goddesses because that's where my ancestors are from, so you may hear me talk more about them more than the other pantheons. Um let's well, see I guess it's customary on the first episode of a pagan podcast to talk about how I discovered my path. A lot of you probably have a story very similar to mine. So here it goes. Um 99% of the people in the south are Christians. And my family was no different. My grandparents were sitting in the church pews probably three or four times a week. Um, my parents were a little different. They they did consider themselves Christians. Um, you know, to them, anything not Christian is devil worship. But um, they rarely went to church. There were, however, some times when my mom would get some religion and drag my brother and I into church on Sundays. It usually lasted about two or three weeks, and then one Sunday would come, and we would sleep in, and then it would be years before we went to church again. But on those occasions, when she would dress us up and drag us to Sunday school, I wouldn't like it, but being a good girl... I would go and sit quietly and listen to the Bible stories that they told us. And as a child, I mean, I accepted them as allegory, as tales meant to teach a lesson. Um, I was too young to know what allegory was, but you know what I mean. They were stories like Little Red Riding Hood and Snow White. But then one day, I don't know how old I was, but... I mean, I was a very young child, but I realized that these people, the the teachers, the grown-ups who were in charge of Sunday school, they were trying to tell us these stories as if they actually happened. They acted like they were teaching history rather than just telling a, a story. Um, that blew my young mind. I thought, you know, how can these people be so naive? And, I mean, in my mind, they were either lying to me or they were really, really deluded to believe that some of these things actually happened. Um, It was around that time that I realized that church just really was not for me. And um, meanwhile... This whole time, growing up, I was bonding and communing with nature, sensing the divine and the grass and the ocean and the wind and the rain. And I remember one time, I was probably around seven, and I asked my dad how come he didn't have to go to church with us. He told me that he was in church every day. And of course I knew that wasn't true because he was never in church. And so I said, No, you're not. You never go to church. And he said, Yes, I am, because God lives in these trees. I'm talking about the the pine trees and the oak trees that surrounded our home in the woods. Um, Again, my young mind was blown, but this time in the best possible way. That comment from my dad probably changed my life forever, because it changed how I saw deity. I was young, so it took me a little while to put it all together, but from that moment on I had a different relationship with God and with divinity. I realized that God was not necessarily the vengeful one they preach about in Southern Pentecostal Church. I came to realize that God did live in the trees and in the grass and the rocks and the rain and wind. So I played around with witchcraft in my teens and officially dedicated myself to the goddess when I was around 18 or 19 and then I was off to the races. Um, I've been a practicing witch ever since then and um, that's my story. So, um, on the mundane side of things, I am only one semester and a final project away from my master's degree in psychology. Um, I have to tell you, when I first began my studies, I was a little worried because you hear all these stories about people who are following a scientific path, um, losing their religion um, due to science. And actually, for me, the opposite was true. I have to tell you, the more I study the complexities of the human brain and body and the mind-body connection, and the wonders of the earth and the universe the more it validates the things I already know to be true and I feel very lucky for that so I'm very science minded you'll probably hear that come out when I talk about my practice and my preparation for spells and such what else um, other than school and witchcraft I am also a dabbler in other crafting projects as well. I love the um, DIY beauty products like um, making your own soap and your own lotions with organic materials. And I play around with those kind of things a lot. My lip balm is to die for. Um, I also have fun making those personalized tumblers. You know, the cups that everybody and their mother is trying to sell these days. Um, In case you're wondering, yes, I do know how to brew a batch of moonshine, 101 proof. But I digress. Um, Let's see, about the podcast. I can't really give you a concrete schedule for when the shows will be released. But I'm thinking around two shows per month. Um, Sometimes less, sometimes more. Who knows? We're going to play it loosey-goosey. But um, we can talk about how to bring magic into our lives on a daily basis. How to use energies of the earth to bring things into our lives or to get rid of the things we don't. We can talk about celebrating the good times and coping with the bad times. We can talk about spells and sabbats and magic and mayhem. So you guys tell me, what do you want to talk about? Send me an email. Are you new to the craft or have you been walking this path for a while? Do you want to brush up on some basic principles? Do you have any specific questions? Um, One thing is for sure, no matter how long you've been practicing, you always have more to learn. So do you have any tips and tricks? tips and tricks to share with me i would love to hear them um now if you found the podcast on itunes or google play um you should take a minute when you have the chance and check out the website at moonshine.life it's moonshine.life you can find the show notes there and i have articles that you might find useful if you're just starting out. There's also a section on correspondences with plants and stones, um, planets and zodiacal signs, as well as numerology and colors. Um, If you're interested in Welsh myth, you can also read Lady Charlotte Guest's translation of the Mabinogian. Um, This is a work in process, a progress. I have the entire book on there, and I'm adding some annotations from moi. Uh, Maybe I should take a minute to explain for those of you who don't follow the Welsh pantheon. Um, the Mabinogian is a record of Welsh folklore that was passed down orally and then finally transcribed by clerics in the 13th century. In the 19th century, Lady Charlotte Guest translated the text to English and published them as a collection of stories. Um, Lady Charlotte wasn't the first person to translate them into English, but it's her version that is the most well-known and widely accepted as as one of the first major translations. Um, She named her translated stories The Mabinogian, and that's what we have now. Um, The stories tell the tale of various characters, kings, queens, maidens and heroes and it's through reading these tales that we find welsh deity now on the surface the stories sound a little silly and a little shallow but a big part of the welsh practice is to strip away all of that overlay um they were like we said transcribed in the 13th century by monks so it it has a very patriarchal and a very christian overlay on the surface Um, but as you strip that away and work with welsh deity they will divulge their secrets um, and reveal their true faces and you start to to you know see little hints in the in the stories that tell you who the gods and and goddesses really are Uh, maybe we'll take an episode or two and break the stories down a little deeper but again it's it's part of of the practice to discover it on your own some secrets you just have to have to figure out for yourself Um, it just depends on your relationship with the gods Um, So what was I saying before I was sidetracked? Oh, yes, the website. Um, The Moonshine Calendar is there where I track all the Sabbaths and the movements of the planets. Um, You can find information on pagan events and festivals. In the days of COVID right now, there's not a whole lot of festivals going on or at least that i've heard of but if you know of any you can certainly let me know and we'll add them to the calendar i depend on you guys to be my eyes and ears out there um let's see there's a section on the wheel of the year with activities and recipes for each sabbath and a description and Things like that. Dealing with the wheel of the year. Um, I don't know. You guys are just going to have to go. And look for yourself. Take some time. Explore the website. And let me know what you think. If there's anything more you'd like to see there. Um, Let's see. I think that's about all for today. Um, This was supposed to be a quick hello. And I've been sitting here talking for like. Over fifteen minutes, I think. Um, I am so serious that I want to hear from you. You can send me an email. My email address is Tegan at Moonshine dot Life. It's T E G A N at Moonshine dot L I F E. You can shout out to me on Facebook or Twitter. On Facebook, I am Tegan Luad, and that is L-L-E-U-A-D, and my Twitter name is at T-Luad, it's just T as in Tegan, L-L-E-U-A-D. Um, I think we're going to wrap this up for today. I hope you will join me on this journey. And I do hope to hear from you. So grab your friends, pour some drinks, and tune in next time. Bye-bye, y'all.